often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 587. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse with my trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, laying on the couch behind me. Laying awkwardly, I might add. As, uh, <laughs> he might get a little crazy at some point and just attack me. It's, uh, he does that sometimes. He does that. We'll see. It is kind of late compared to when I normally record it. He might start expecting me to go groom him and then uh, give him treats like I do near the end of the night. But uh, Or he's just going to jump on the soundboard, which he's been doing a lot uh, when I play Call of Duty these days. He likes to jump on the soundboard and start hitting buttons, muting things. And making it really difficult <laughs> to continue playing games because I can't hear shit, can't talk to my comrades in arms, and it it becomes very difficult at that point. Um, <laughs> which I don't mind if he jumps on the desk and uh, you know chills out or or sits in my lap, you know. But no, he he finds it uh, best to uh, jump on the soundboard and just and there's. Oh, there's like a hundred buttons or close to on that damn thing. <laughs> there's quite a few buttons. And if I don't know which one he hit exactly, I could be in a, you know, it, it can be hard to decipher what exactly he fucked up when shit's not working right. As of right now, it looks like it's recording though, so I think I'm good there. <laughs> that is a plus. Um, yeah, so uh, it's hey only a few days before Thanksgiving, which is great because that means I'm only working three days next week. Um, I talked about uh, with my buddy John from work about going to a Blues game on Black Friday. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Uh, the pr- tickets are, you know, kind of pricey, I guess. I mean, they're like uh, last I saw, they were like sixty three. I think if you wait till day of and they release some specials, if you got like the app and stuff, I think you you can get some cheaper tickets. With it being Black Friday and being a uh, just on the weekend, you know, in general, weekend games are more expensive. Um, I'm not sure who they're playing next Friday, but uh, it's been uh a while since uh it's been uh <laughs> since I've seen a blues game. Um next St. Pat's if I don't make it back to one uh before then it'll be two years. So it was uh I guess that would have been March of twenty twenty two whenever I saw the last uh blues game I've I've been to. So uh I'm definitely gonna try to make at least one, if not two games this year. I'm going to go back. We're planning to go back next St. Or not this year, but <laughs> this uh, this season. Is, uh, definitely want to go to the St. Pat's one. Uh, Shelly was talking about possibly getting seats for a, a suite there. and Or a whatever, yeah. 
so a little bit more fancy experience. Um, but I've been looking into possibly going to see at least one other game before then. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I know I talked about it several podcasts ago ish. Um, they might be doing that on Black Friday. Um, I've never been one to go out shopping on Black Friday, except for you know, uh, maybe later on in Black Friday. I don't want to get killed, which, th- to be fair, though, these years of recent, you know, the last decade or so, um, it hasn't been as bad with a Black Friday. Not as much insanity, thanks to online shopping. One one positive to online shopping, which, well, I mean, I find all kinds of positives to online shopping. I don't have to leave. I don't have to go out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can get, you know, really good deals online. You don't have to uh, murder someone um, to get $100 off a TV or some shit. Which nowadays, you know, that's big screen TVs are fairly affordable to begin with. You don't have to flip the fuck out to get a really cheap one. Um, but uh i you know i do need to furnish the downstairs here at the penthouse yet and i want to make that a priority uh, for next year is to get something something to furnish the downstairs i think i've given up on the idea of putting a pool table down there as uh you know i do share walls with my neighbors i feel like that they probably wouldn't appreciate that playing pool though i mean it would still cool to have like a nice table they have those tables where of course uh, it's a pool table, but then you put a real tabletop on over it, and they, they look really nice and everything. Like that'd be cool to have down there. But I, I think I've given up on the pool table experience while being here. And uh, but I would like to have like a uh, epoxy resin table. That would that would be fantastic. Um, or I might just say fuck it and put a couch down there i don't know <laughs> um it's definitely i, st- I love i do love those fucking tables this is another dilemma though i mean if i get something like that if i want a really nice one it's gonna cost you know somewhere in a, the ballpark of a grand or so i mean there's uh there's a lot of people that that do it on like Etsy and shit. And uh it's like do I want a custom one? Am I going to go all out? I'd love to be able to make one. That would be fantastic. Um I don't see myself going out and making one though. That I don't have the space to really <laughs> get that in depth into it. Um I am a fan of these fucking tables though. That would be a great thing to have down there. I need so- I need something in the downstairs. And having having that with, you know, chairs around it might make it a little bit easier if I want to say actually have company, which is just not real big on <laughs> people over. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. But uh, I, uh, oh shit, here's some shit to build it. I, I should not, I should probably not be glancing at this shit. It's going to give me bad ideas, bad ideas. But, uh, yeah, I thought about trying to find some, some shit for, uh, 
Black Friday. It would be. I figured it would be a good time for some furniture sales and stuff. And oh, this one's not bad. I don't know how big the table is though. Four hundred forty dollars. It's normally eight hundred. And uh, oh yeah, here's the problem. Twelve by twenty-four inches. Twenty-four inches isn't that goddamn long. See, that's the the deal where they get you four forty. And so it's not. This is a. Uh, <laughs> Not exactly what that table is going to look like. But that table, the table, of course, they show pictures of. Fantastic. Fantastic. I wish I knew somebody that, that made epoxy tables. <laughs> so I knew what I was like getting myself into when I, when I made it. Or had to make it. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> I'm probably not going to get an epoxy table, unfortunately. The too, too pricey. If you want... A really nice one. I mean, it's going to cost you some... It's going to cost you some money. Unless I want to get creative and try to make my own. But then again, like, I'm the, the amount of money I'm going to put into it, I might as well fucking pay somebody to uh, create one for me. As Agent Mulder is on the table with the soundboard now. As he's coming to check things out. He's hearing me talk over here. He's like, what's going on? What's up, buddy? You want to get on mic? You want to get on mic? Come here. Come here. He's going to sit on my lap. Let's see if he can. we can get some meows. Let's coax some meows. You want You want to be involved here, buddy? Meow? No? You don't want to? You don't want to say anything? All right. Well, he's on my lap. Maybe he'll start meowing. It could be a thing. Or he could just... He likes to lay on the electronics here lately, I guess, because it gives off some heat. He likes... Oh, there it is. There's a meow. <laughs> See, Agent Mulder does exist in more than just my head. <laughs> he's a physical creature. As now he's rubbing on the microphone stand. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm probably not going to probably go on any Black Friday deals. I'm definitely not going to go out shopping on Black Friday. I plan to do it actually the day after. It's probably still going to be really fucking busy. Cause, you know, I mean, it's... People are buying a lot of shit. Um, but, Mulder, buddy, you're killing me here. R- r- <laughs> what are you doing? You're opening shit on my computer. You're just... <laughs> what buttons are you hitting? Oh, uh, I should probably shut off this laptop because he's, he's on the mouse pad. I don't know what he's doing. He's going to... He's going to delete everything off there or something. It's going to explode. I'm not sure. He's <laughs> He doesn't like me uh doing things that uh uh do not involve him as he likes to put himself at s- in the uh, center of the attention here. As uh <laughs> We are a bit attached to at the hip at this point. Most of the time we just uh we nap together. He's uh, a younger me, I don't think he would have liked because now the older Josh likes to uh, nap a lot. <laughs> and uh, he comes and lays on me while I'm napping. And uh, it's like he encourages that. And uh, I'm trying to get, you know, in a better physical shape to where I'm not napping all the time. But uh, as it is, I'm just fucking drained all the time. And uh, need a little nap. Need a little nap. Um, <laughs> he's... 
Oh, it's getting right in my face now. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably not going to get an epoxy table anytime soon. But man, I would love to do that. I would love to have an epoxy table down there. I feel like if I'm going to get a table down there and furnish it, it, it should be a fucking epoxy table. I've watched so many videos and people building that shit. Anyway, um, with that going out of the way, you know, I thought about maybe a couch. There are furniture stores, of course, near me that are selling stuff, you know, at a highly discounted rate, being furniture and stuff. And I really, I thought about it, man. I've really, really thought about that action. But again, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Though I could definitely see myself doing something like a uh man, yeah, these some of these tables just get insanely expensive. Uh I need to stop looking at those. I thought about a couch, but then I got the agent molder problem, you know? He's uh he's a handful when it comes to uh furniture. He likes to destroy things. And that just wouldn't be good. If he uh, destroyed a couch that, you know, other than the one I've already got, I mean, he's fucking destroyed that one. I don't want to add more furniture for him to destroy. <laughs> I'm sure he would like that. I'm sure he would like that a lot. He'd be like, ooh, a new one for me to claw up. And I've looked into, you know, uh, different furniture that maybe cats are less likely to destroy. Apparently, uh, I guess leather couches are they're less likely it's not as pleasurable I guess for them to claw up but I feel like he's still gonna rip it up <laughs> I don't think he's just gonna nah nah I'm good nah I'm good but uh now he's now he's standing on my phone he's gonna call somebody <laughs> uh but now what's probably going to happen is, you know, I keep getting all these fucking emails from Musician's Friend and Sweetwater, Reverb, and just like, I'm probably, they keep telling me like, hey, you need to buy more guitars and guitar-related things. And uh, <laughs> that, I'm trying to not do that, but that seems like probably more like a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> That I'm gonna take, <sighs> end up buying other than anything else, and uh, I haven't purchased the Modern Warfare Three yet. Um, it's pop, probably gonna happen soon. There's not gonna be any Black Friday sales on that one. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to pay if I buy it. It's gonna have to be for seventy dollars or a hundred. I'm not paying. Definitely not paying a hundred. I've heard a lot of bad. Bad reviews for the Modern Warfare 3, which is funny I with the b- people ex- commenting uh, on the mod- wrong Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, three, <laughs> two and a half stars seems to be the overall ratings on Google here for it. Whew. Not great. Not great at all. Uh see here there's a lot of stuff that seems to suggest that yeah it's it's not uh it's not well liked (laughs) this is a let's just read one here on uh oh i didn't mean to hit i don't want notifications turn those off (laughs) 
Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, it's not a lot of positive stuff. This is apparently what IGN, uh, has a recent article about it. Uh, I love pasta. I love classic pasta with red sauce. And I also very much enjoy white sauce or buttered noodles. I'm not, I'm really not picky. However, when I order a supposedly new and exciting dish on a fancy plate covered in garnishes, only to find I've actually just been served last week's reheated leftovers. I'm less than impressed. In that same vein, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer modes are fun comfort food gaming, and I am enjoying the mayhem with the return of some classic maps like High Rise, Rust, and Afghan, but I cannot get over the feeling that it's more of a map pack for Modern Warfare 2 than its own spin on the series' ideas, and over the feeling that it's more of a map pack for modern... Oh, bah, bah, bah. And that's a letdown compared to what Call of Duty... The cat's distracting me and fucking with my reading here. Compared to what Call of Duty has spent years training us to expect from a full sequel. Sure, there are some quality of life changes and gameplay mechanics in Modern Warfare 3, but they come along with some questionable progression tweaks that certainly don't make it better. And I'm not feeling like the time I've invested has been rewarded as much as I'd expected. First, let's address the elephant in the room. Yes, it was reported that Sledgehammer only had a year and a half to develop Modern Warfare 3. Half the usual time of a normal Call of Duty as Agent Mulder is attacking the power cord to my laptop now. Here, get this piece of paper. Here, go, go attack that. It crumples. It makes noise. Have fun with that. Please. <laughs> anyway. Uh, da -da. With the current and former employees on the team believing it would be an expansion until development was pretty far away. Oh, but, but, but they had a year and a half, uh, half the usual time in the new Call of Duty. Other reports revealed that Modern Warfare 3 was originally planned as an expansion to Modern Warfare 2. That explains a lot. With current and former employees on the team believing it would be an expansion until development was pretty far along. That explains a lot, including how when you first loaded up, you're greeted with an in-game pop-up screen telling you that Modern Warfare 3 is now available to purchase even though you just did that. That ad makes sense for anybody who started up wanting to play Warzone DMZ or Modern Warfare 2. But how does it not know that I already own Modern Warfare, Warfare 3? I have had so many issues with this launcher, and I don't know why Activision is, insists on it, but that's a rant for another time. <laughs> uh, if we do look at Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer as a map pack, it's actually not bad. Rust is definitely my favorite. It's an extremely chaotic map due to its wildly fast-paced flow. Every corner you will turn have an enemy waiting for you, so it's a great map to sprint around in and level weapons. Afghan and High Rise have great close quarters uh, fights too, but I like them more for their sniping opportunities where I feel encouraged to find really sneaky angles, pick enemies off from across the map. Flip side of that is out of the maps currently in rotation, I absolutely despise Quarry. Feels plucked straight off Warzone's point of interest and plopped into Modern Warfare 3 with no changes. The lanes feel... <laughs> Man, Modern Warfare... Uh, ah. Mulder over here is going to get himself shocked. He needs to lay off that power cord. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop it. 
Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Lanes feel much wider, which does not help the feeling of the map being way too big for 6v6 matches. Fights are often sequestered to three buildings. One small tower in the middle and two on the other side of it. And it feels more like you run and get shot from across the map more often than actually get to the fights unless you happen to spawn right next to one of the points. Aside from those gripes, the general feel on the 16 total maps is fine. (laughs) Uh, These boots were made for slide canceling. Now that's something I'm interested in. Bring back the slide canceling. That I enjoyed. Modern War, uh, Call of Duty, uh, Cold War. <laughs> the cat is really freaking out here. All right, so we can safely say that I'm okay with the launch content, but I do have some more positive things to say about the updates to ha- to how we run and around uh, these maps. It took Call of Duty some time to find its flow with sliding and sprinting to keep up with the standards of its contemporaries after Fortnite and Apex Legends took on the spotlight, but Modern Warfare 3 definitely feels like we've hit our stride with how multiplayer should move going forward. Uh, Slide canceling is back. Yeah. After we first got a taste of it in Modern Warfare 2's beta, but were robbed of it uh, when it launched. It was also in Cold War. (laughs) See here, uh, this is a maneuver that you can pull by combining tactical sprint, sliding, hitting the slide button again to stop, and then hit jump to cancel the slide, end animation that would normally slow you down. Once you master it, you can maintain more momentum and keep sprinting after slide canceling without losing speed, and that allows you to do things like throw your enemy off track when moving towards them and ducking out of headshot height. I quickly decided to learn the technique for myself after I... (laughs) cat is attacking me. (laughs) Uh, After I would see an enemy run towards me, speedily slide sideways, and then pop back up almost instantly, throwing my aim off from doing strictly headshot damage. It also grants you an opportunity for surprise when an enemy is mounted to a wall or horizontal surface. Yada, yada, yada. It's just more just him talking about slide canceling. Oh, ow. Quit clawing me. <laughs> uh, they're, uh, but, man, this is a long article. I don't feel like I need to read all this. Um, it says here, the new way of unlocking weapons and gear is not better, which I could care less about that. <laughs> um, daily challenges are sometimes impossible. I don't really give a fuck about the challenges. You know, give me some good content with guns. Uh, nothing about the zombies. That's what I was really looking for. And uh, I've heard pluses and minus about the zombies. It seems to be like hit or miss. They either really enjoy it or really fucking hate it. Basically, what I understand the zombies is those they took DMZ and added zombies, which I thought DMZ was all right. I never got into playing it a whole lot. Might be cooler with zombies. I don't know. I'll give it a go, but I have not been willing to drop the $70 on it just yet. I was telling my buddy from work, John, last night. I was like, well, if you buy it, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm not saying buy it. I'm saying if you do, I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> Begrudgingly. I do kind of need to save some money for, you know, it's the holidays. Plus, I kind of forgot the other day about, I was like, oh, hey. It's about that time to pay my taxes again. 
with the that being the uh, property tax on my vehicle. Um, like, oh yeah, got that in the mail. Like, why don't they send that sooner than they do? They wait till like mid November to send those out. Uh, you know, at least send it out in like October. Give me a little bit of a warning. I mean, it's not the worst. It's like I think I owe 150 ish for this one. It's not like when I had a brand new car. Like that was that was a, a sucked. It was like 350 or or more. <laughs> uh, but the the value of that car was a bit higher at that time. When I when I got rid of it, that car was quite a, over a decade old, and it was like uh, I don't know ten dollars <laughs> when I got rid of it. It was probably more than that. It was probably more like 50, but either way. Uh, well, Agent Mulder seems like he's calling me down now. He's, although I'm kind of fucking with him. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know for myself on the Modern Warfare 3 just yet, but it doesn't sound great. Like one YouTuber here says, Modern Warfare 3 is the worst reviews in Call of Duty history. That's saying a lot. There's been some doozies. There's been some doozies. And in the past, they've been known for recycling content. Like, and just having a whole game where it's completely recycled content. Like, uh, I believe it was Ghosts. Which is not one I actually ever owned. They said that one was completely recycled content. Like, the levels and shit. I think it was that one. It was one of them. Hell, I don't know. But there's been some, there's been some bad Call of Duties. It's not sounding, this one's not sounding great. <laughs> I mean, it's just old Call of Duty levels. But, uh, I don't know. I am, the zombie, if it wasn't for the zombies, I wouldn't think about buying it at all. Honestly. And I need some kind of game for my, uh, my fellow coworkers and I to enjoy playing <laughs> and bitching about. But we're still playing Warzone. We don't need. Well, there's the thing too, though. Is like before in pa- in years past, before Warzone was a thing. Before I got into playing Warzone with friends, when a Call of Duty came out, um, which from Call of Duty World at War till I don't know about the time I guess Black Ops Three came out. I I don't think I ever owned Black Ops Three. Like by that point, I was like, I'd been, I was there for a while. Up, I was jacked for all the Call of Duties that came out before Black Ops Three, and just like all on board. I, I showed up at Walmart back when release of a game, like a physical copy of a game, was still a big thing. I'd show up that night at midnight or whatever to get it at launch, sort of thing. I remember doing that for Black Ops One, and I was not disappointed that one was fucking fantastic and i played it first night i think or maybe maybe i didn't <laughs> i was a bit, quite a bit younger then i might have been able to pull an all-nighter because i'm pretty sure i had to work the next day it was like during the week uh but uh yeah um i don't know about all the uh i i guess it was ghost that was the worst seeing that but again that was like there was a long period of time where I quit playing Call of Duty altogether 
Um, but the point I was getting at, though, now is a different situation because I play a lot of Warzone. Warzone is affected by whatever new Call of Duty comes out. That being the weapons that you use in Warzone are the same ones in like the current Call of Duty. And the easiest way to build up those weapons and such is to level them up. Is The way I feel is to go on and just grind on multiplayer. And I'm not going to have that option if I don't have the new fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> so it's a bit of a shame. Bit of a shame. Um, but, you know, if I don't buy it, it's... Uh, I feel like that's a big thing that they're market they're banking on too to why they can just sell a game that's not like a fucking that's just completely rehashed old shit that uh you know they're like uh people are going to have to buy it. Uh I hope that uh it comes to their attention that you know that's not necessarily true. And uh, knowing that how badly this is reviewed, I would hope that uh, you might go, you know what, we, we should maybe consider putting some effort into the next one. At least a little bit. Uh, to, like, try. And uh, uh, I should probably just wash my brain free of the Call of Duty right now. That's... Uh, I feel feel like that's almost work now at this point, like grinding out for guns and all that. It, it's almost good if I don't buy the game. <laughs> Just get into some other games. I don't know, experience life. <laughs> I don't play that much Call of Duty, though. It's usually just a like Friday and Saturday night type thing with, with my homies from, uh, from work. And, uh, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. That part. I don't enjoy I don't enjoy so much the grinding weapons. Sometimes it can be good to just disconnect my brain for a bit by going online and uh, just playing some team deathmatch and wiping shit out. It's I guess fun. <laughs> uh that part is cool to have new games. With new games, but again, if it's just fucking rehashed shit like I, I need, I need something definitely more exciting. Like when Cold War came out, um, I think that was the one released, perhaps right after the World War Two one that was just called World War Two. Uh, which that one drove me nuts. That was one I first like got back into playing Call of Duty after years of not playing, and that one had the loot crates that were just insane. They were so fucking annoying. That was like the worst system imaginable. Uh, but then again, it had the H headquarters that you could run around in, and it had like Easter eggs in the headquarters. That was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> but the Cold War that came out right after that—I think it was right after that—that that one is one of my favorites, man. And I was I was really getting into playing Call of Duty at that point. That was when I got this PC that I'm currently playing on, and. Uh, I love that one a lot, and I was just, I had the, gotten a scuff controller, and uh, I was un-fucking-stoppable for a while, until, uh, that's when cheaters got started to get really bad, was when uh, Cold War came out, which is a real pisser, 
because this was one of my favorites. At least in a, it was my favorite. At least in years. I mean, Black Ops, the original Black Ops and Black Ops Two were fucking phenomenal, and World at War is still my all-time uh, uh, favorite. The World at War that came out uh, right after the original Modern Warfare, um, <coughs> which I really wish they wouldn't recycle names like that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I mean. How lazy can you get when you're making billions of dollars, you know? I guess the answer is very lazy because you don't need money at that point. You're just... <laughs> the people at the top are like, Ugh, let's pay all the people at the bottom nothing <laughs> by having them basically not really work. And we'll get rid of a bunch of people. That's how that works. Uh, anyway. I, I just... Uh, just t- talking about the new modern warfare is just making me salty. <laughs> it's making me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I mean, I don't turn green or anything. I'm already kind of green. I have like a greenish hue to my skin. <laughs> uh, anyway, it is Thanksgiving and uh, or about to be. I I'm hoping maybe next week. I managed to go out and see that movie. I know it's currently out now, but the Eli Roth Thanksgiving movie, which I believe I talked about last week, was was uh, one of the fake trailers, of course, in between uh, Planet Terror and Death Proof, the uh, double feature by Mr. Quentin Tarantino and uh, Mr. Robert Rodriguez. And I don't know why I said his name like that, but uh, that's just just a decision I made in the moment. <laughs> but a Thanksgiving-themed horror movie just sounds fantastic. I admit, I do like me some Eli Roth. Um, I enjoyed the Hostel movies. Uh, I uh, the uh, I think it's called Knock Knock. The movie with Keanu Reeves and Anna de Armas, uh, I thought that one was pretty good. That was that was pretty solid. And uh, I mean, Eli Roth is uh, what do you call him? The Bear Jew <laughs> in uh, Inglorious Bastards. He uh, beats the Nazi officer in the head with a fucking baseball bat. Pretty classic. I th- believe he's also the one. It's been a minute since I watched it, but I believe he's the one that shoots Hitler with the MP40. It just lights him up. Just puts a full clip in him. It's fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> now I'm just gonna be thinking. Apparently, I think the Bear Jew was originally, or so I've heard. Originally, that was supposed to be at the Sandman. Mr. Adam Sandler. That would have a different feel if I saw Adam Sandler bashing a fucking Nazi's head in with a baseball bat. That would be a different feel. I mean, when they have the Mike Myers cameo in there, it's like, and he's basically himself in there. He's like winking to the camera, basically, and just like, oh, it's Mike Myers. And I didn't take, with the Sandman, though, I got to say, I have seen more films and more serious roles from the Sandman, and I can take a, the Sandman seriously. As uh, the uh, 
let's see punch drunk love was one he did he did which i thought was good spanglish was kind of serious it was an all right film i mean it was kind of comedy but it was a sort of a i mean it was more of a serious film but punch drunk love that was definitely one that was not a normal film for the sandman and uh, there was that one I don't recall the name that uh, he did with uh, Don Cheadle, where uh, was it? He had lost a uh, a wife or somebody to nine uh, eleven. Like that was that was a good film, but Uncut Gems. Now that one, that's a, a great fucking movie, and he's very serious in that. So I mean, I, I could definitely see the Sandman. Being in Glorious Bastards, I think he could have pulled it off. But if I just think of Adam Sandler as the Bear, <laughs> if I think of Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore, I guess, would be more the one uh, beating the German officer in the head. But uh, it maybe he would have used a golf club. Now <laughs> just seeing him in a fucking hockey jersey. Zabadu, Zabadu. <laughs> <laughs> smashing a Nazi's head in with a golf club, with a nine iron. Just <laughs> not as scary. Not as scary as just beating somebody's head in with a Louisville slugger. Louisville. Uh, <laughs> seems a lot harder to do with a nine iron, you know? <laughs> like you get a, a solid baseball bat, you know? Seems easier. I mean, I'm sure you can fuck somebody up with a golf club. It's just. You're probably going to need a few more wax, and you're going to need to lay really go at it with them, you know? <laughs> uh, but uh, the Sandman, yeah. That reminds me, uh, I I was watching a lot of YouTube uh, interviews with uh, Kirk Hammett because uh, Rick Beato is a YouTuber I subscribe to. And he fairly recently had an interview with Kirk Hammett. Hell, it might have been within a year. It was just, you know, it shows up as new to me in my feed on the old YouTubes. And, uh, of course, Metallica is just, like, big in my feed right now because they got that big M72 tour or whatever the fuck they call it. They were just in St. Louis. And uh, I think that's why all those videos showed up. I mean, that that video might have been like a year old. Either way, it, I watched the interview, and uh, I'm not like a huge Metallica fan. I like some of their music, but I'm not like hardcore Metallica fan. <laughs> um, and you know, every so often, like a, like when Death Magnetic came out, like I uh. If like if I had to go with an album, probably the bet the the album I would pick for Metallica to like put on and listen to it would probably be Master of Puppets. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I uh, I would say Master of Puppets. I mean that one is. I mean, it's pretty epic. And holy shit, Hetfield's part on Master of Puppets is so fucking hard to play. Like that down his down strumming is just fucking insanely fast. And to not like alternate pick that to just all down down picks and just 
that fast is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> and to do it for that long of a song is like, holy fucking hell. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking workout. And, uh, <clears throat> mad, mad impressive. Um, with that being said, I mean, there's other Metallica stuff that I, uh, that I enjoy. I remember, I mean, the black album came out. I think I was around like junior high, early high school, something like that. And all my friends, I was, I like to go against the grain, <laughs> not be on board with everything they they enjoyed, which the black album had some good shit on it. But everybody, Metallica, like all my fr- uh, friends at the time were like, yes, and like, eh, fuck Metallica. <laughs> and I think it was just that way because I didn't want to be enjoy things that everybody was going going nuts about. Like I, I was into my own shit. And, uh, but, uh, I remember though, like it being 15 and learning to play guitar initially, I was, must've been like 15 or 16. So I guess it was, yeah, Black Album came out around that time. I don't remember what year exactly. Um, but, uh, I, uh, I of course learned that opening part, the, Doon, 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 doon. Oh, yeah, I'm, I can't omit <laughs> or whatever, but there's that initial part you hear where it's just like, uh, it's not really an acoustic guitar. I think it's just uh, an electric with uh, no distortion on it. And uh, <clears throat> that part, I learned how to play that part because, I mean, it's like a prerequisite if you're going to learn <laughs> when you're learning guitar to learn parts of Inner Sandman, that part being it it was just like and I did it only just so yeah like oh yeah can you play because that was a thing can you play in her Sandman you know it was fairly new at the time and uh like all the guitar magazines would have tablature for inner Sandman but I never learned much more than that part and uh so after listening to all these interviews because I listened to two different interviews with Kirk Hammett what I was gonna the point I was gonna make with Kirk Hammett was I mean I he seems like just a he loves what he does. He loves music in general and he's just the biggest guitar geek like around. He loves like the history of of guitar and he's just so into the minutia of it all. And like in I watched the Rick Beato interview and I also watched the Gibson Icons interview of uh Kirk Hammett and that one I think was a couple years old but <laughs> And uh, he gets just so um, sentimental talking to it. And I, man, I don't know what the cat is doing to my laptop. He's doing some very strange shit. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Uh, Agent Mulder. Come on, dude. <laughs> anyway. as uh, Yeah, I don't know what the hell, what he's pressing exactly. Uh, but yeah, Kirk Hammett just gets the way he talks about stuff and he is just so enthusiastic enthusiastic and he's got to be like 60 ish i'm not sure exactly how old kirk hammett is but i would imagine probably in the 60s i mean he joined metallica like was like 80 1980 or something i'm not i'm not sure what year exactly but he was 
he's been doing music for a long time. I mean, he was, you know, in Exodus before Metallica, but uh, the inter- listen to him talk. I mean, it's it's a, a good interview if you just like playing guitar and such. And, you know, his, him and uh, he's got the uh, Greeny guitar, which, of course, uh, was ori- the original owner to Greeny that uh, re- the reason why it's called Greeny is it's a 1959 Les Paul. That the guitarist Peter Green, uh, formerly of, uh, dude, what are you, what are you hitting, man? <laughs> Damn it! Uh, he was the uh, guitarist for Fleetwood Mac before Lindsey Buckingham and uh, Stevie Nicks joined the group. And actually, he wrote. Uh, I don't know if you wrote, remember if he wrote the lyrics, but I know he originally came up with the, like the uh, music for uh, "Black Magic Woman," as that's originally uh, a Fleetwood Mac song, not a Santana song. But uh, Peter Green is uh, no, you know, regarded as like one of the greatest like guitarists of all time. Apparently, he had some mental issues. Uh, he left like he had left like Fleetwood Mac into his own stuff for a while, but like he like quit playing guitar and shit. From what I understand, I'm not like a big history buff when it comes to Peter Green, but he's he's well regarded in in the pantheon of like greatest like guitarists and such. Um, that being said, uh, of course, what led to that guitar being so insanely uh, well-known and because uh, his guitar, the 59 Les Paul that he had owned, um, had a very specific sound to it. And uh, he had taken it in to get repaired somewhere and um, the pickup was fucked up, one of the pickups. And the guy that repaired it, I guess, didn't know what uh, the proper solder to use I get was it the or no the wire he had to rewire the pickup I think it was something to that effect and he used the wrong wire on the pickup did a very strange uh, job he and then he put it upside down it was the uh, the neck pickup I guess that he had, uh, worked on and uh, I want to say he did also use the wrong solder but maybe not anyway he put it in uh, upside down. Which also tools Adam Jones does that as well in his guitar. He uh, purposely puts that shit upside down. Um, but the things that uh, this uh, this guy did to the guitar when he fixed it, just because I mean, at the time that Peter Green took it in, it wasn't like there was you know there was no internet. There wasn't probably not much in the way of books on this sort of shit. <laughs> and there wasn't like a, there wasn't a whole lot of resources. For him to know, you know, what Gibson did to their pickups and, like, the proper way to, to do this stuff. And so he did what he thought would uh, would be right, and it wasn't the right way, but it turned out to be, like, a, I guess, a happy accident as uh, when, he, when Peter Green got it back. I mean, he loved the way it sounded. What it ended up doing to the guitar is uh i mean it picks the the whole intent of a an electric guitar with the pickups is it picks up the sound of course and, and it did that it did that in the, but in a unique way whereas like on a les paul like that there's the uh, okay of course the uh, three-way toggle switch when there's I and mean, there's just the two pickups in that specific one 
some Les Pauls you can get the uh, three three pickups, but those are like custom shops. And uh, that particular one, though, once uh, or a normal one, you got the 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 three way uh, toggle switch that toggles between the bridge pickup uh, and the uh, neck pickup, where the uh, all the way up is the uh, the, the neck. Yeah, all the way up is the neck. Then the middle is a blend of the two, and then the uh, push all the way down. You got the uh, bridge pickup, of course, and uh, there are humbuckers, of course, that are in there. Uh, that's generally what's in in uh, Les Pauls. You either have, generally have a humbucker, you have uh, a P ninety, <laughs> and uh, the whole purpose of a humbucker is to cancel the hum. Like if you hear a Fender Stratocaster with single coil pickups, um, you're going to get a lot of hum. The sixty cycle hum, as they call it, of course, and then uh, it's a lot fucking louder. <laughs> And uh, what happened with Greeny is when this music repair shop uh, fixed the guitar um, and put the wrong shit in there and, and, and put it upside down and everything, they created a cool effect unintentionally that when you use the middle position on the pickup selector and blend the two pickups, it actually created more of a single coil sound to the pickups and then it it actually uh, creates. I mean, it's got like the sixty cycle hum and all that, or sixty second hum, whatever they call it, the hum <laughs> from the. Uh, but uh, yeah, and that's like a, they call it a phasing effect or whatever. I'm not sure what they call it, the effect. Uh, but and now Gibson sells the pickups that do that because they've re. They've taken the guitar from Kirk Hammett and uh or he loaned it to them to uh copy it and they they made pickups that you can now buy that are the greeny buckers but he I mean uh listen to Kirk Hammett go into great detail and how in awe is of the whole thing and of course uh Kirk Hammett and uh Peter Green are not the only two that own the Gary Moore that was in uh Thin Lizzy, the great Irish rock band Thin Lizzy, um, also owned the guitar after Peter Green, and he recorded a lot of music with that as well. And uh, so, I mean, the things that had uh, crazy history. And the uh, interview with Rick Beato and Kirk Hammett is crazy because I mean, he gets so emotional talking about it. Like he says, he keeps Greeny by him at all times. Like when he goes to bed, it's like right next to his fucking bed and everything. And uh, he was, he had Greeny out, I guess, and uh, it had fallen over. And he said it just, you know, his heart was just like panic as like the thing fell over and hit some shit and it, it had a headstock break. And like he, he got emotional just retelling the story. <laughs> but he was able to get it repaired. I mean, there was a car accident, I think it might have been when Gary Moore had it. And the guitar got severely damaged and had to get put back together. The thing's got quite the history. <laughs> but uh, listening to, I don't know, I'm just a big uh, into the history and uh, the guitar nerdery here lately. 
which is a problem because that just sells me more on like, you know what? I need to buy some more <laughs> guitars and shit. I'm not buying a greenie though, damn it. Though I did think about buying the greenie buckers. <clears throat> I mean, you can get the uh, pickups for like 300 bucks, the set of both of those. And I could throw them in like my uh, Epiphone Riviera or something. And uh, I thought that would be interesting. Um, Although if I do switch the pickups, I'll probably just put burst buckers in there. I don't know. I'm not crazy about the pups that are in there currently. <laughs> That'll probably be a Black Friday like buy. Like, damn it. I hope not. I, <laughs> I'm going to try not to do that. Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't think I'm going to – I'm probably not. I think I'm going to hold out from bot doing any crazy Black Friday deals. Again, though, on online, I'm pro- I really need to drop a new hard drive in my computer. Um, I don't have the money to buy a new computer right now, so I think I need, it would be probably good if I found a Black Friday deal on a uh, on a hard drive that I could drop in there, an SSD drive. That would be nice. Give me myself some more memory because I have you know filled it up with a little bit with some VR porn <laughs> and video game, mainly video games. But man, VR porn, they're big files, man. They're like at least like ten gig, <laughs> like one file, VR porn. That's that's a massive file. I don't care who you are. That's that's a massive file. Um, that being said, though, uh, <laughs> it uh, I feel like, uh, man, I really want a new computer. I really want that, but again, it's I don't want to just get a run of the mill computer if I, I go out. And get it again, so I it'd be over a grand for what I'd I'd want. I just can't I just can't do that, man. I just can't do that. I need to be a little bit more responsible. <laughs> I mean, I've already planned on getting an SG, Gibson SG next year. Um and that's gonna require some cash. A lot of cash. I don't need to add other things. No, I would have to put on credit <laughs> to be able to buy. Even if I do some sort of deal where it's, you know, no interest for however however long. Still, I uh, no more debt, damn it. I got to got to stop that debt thing. Unless of course I win the 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 lottery later, which seems unlikely. But there's always that chance. Always that chance, and damn, it would be amazing. Uh, wouldn't Agent Mulder, as he's still laying on my laptop, you'd love that, wouldn't you? You'd love that, buddy. You'd get you, get you a catio. Maybe we'd move to Ireland. You'd go hang out with some sheep. Would you like some sheep? Sheep buddies? <laughs> Could you be like a sheep dog, like herd some sheep with your three legs? That'd be kind of funny to see a cat leading, leading sheep. That's a... <laughs> Let's see if any cats are hurting sheep. I, I'm curious. Cat hurting. No, 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 no. Uh, someone. There's got to be right. <laughs> Can a cat herd sheep? We we've all heard of sheep dogs, but sheep cats not so much. <laughs> uh, I don't know who's answering this question. 
Uh, unsurprisingly, the rise of Bodacious, the cat shepherd, is piquing the nation's curiosity. The remarkable feline is said to look after a flock in Ireland and has his own Twitter account, One Cat Shepherd. This is the number one cat shepherd. Oh, that is interesting. That is uh, Bodacious. I, lo- I dig the name. Um... <laughs> Uh, bodacious. The uh... oh, here's here's some video of bodacious. I'm gonna watch some video. Oh my gosh, there's a. Uh... I gotta turn the sound down because it, it doesn't really actually play, record the sound off this. I don't think, but the uh. I hear the sheep, but I'm not seeing the ca- the. <laughs> Mulder's freaking out over here. This definitely looks like Ireland. They got that. There's a. Uh, uh, Ireland sheep. I mean, they're very distinct looking. I mean, not that I'm around a lot of sheep here. <laughs> I guess maybe I've just seen a lot more sheep in Ireland than I have here. Uh. I'm not seeing the cat yet. Where's the fuck is the cat? Where is Bodacious? Is, is Bodacious dressed as a, as a sheep? What is, what is what is going on here? Well, seeing Agent Mulder's response to the sheep here, I feel like he might enjoy being around some sheep. I don't know if he could hurt him. <laughs> it seems like a tall order. He seems like an indoor cat, too. He doesn't seem to give a shit about the outside, other than like looking out the window. So I don't know that being outdoors for him would work out so well. <laughs> Although, you know, being around sheep, it might change his mind. As he, he does seem to be getting pretty damn excited looking at this stuff. <laughs> damn it, where is Bodacious? I want to find the cat. Wait, is this? That's a dog. Oh, there's the cat. That must be Bodacious. Hey, look, look, there's a sheep cat. Oh, he's meowing. No, Mulder can't. Well, he might be able to hear that. It That cat definitely looks like an outside cat. The mane on that cat is fucking ridiculous. I mean, it, it's got a lot of fur. That is a long-haired cat and then some. And so far, he's just sitting perched on top of a tree stump. There is uh, no hurting whatsoever. Uh, uh, I'm feeling like he's just not living up to his name so much. I'm assuming that's bodacious, though. Maybe that's not bodacious. As I'm trying to see in this video if it ever go. Oh, here we go. Looks like bodacious might be hurting them now. Let's see here. <laughs> Whenever I hear bodacious, I think of the uh, Primus song <laughs> where they talk about bodacious, the cow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> These sheep are definitely running around. I'm again not seeing the cat. Heard them. This is a bit of a letdown. I can't. It would be hard for me to imagine a cat being a a sheep herder. As they seem to just you know do whatever the fuck they want. They don't seem to be like group into groups in general, much less like sheep. And no, bodacious isn't. Where the fuck? Um, I guess I'm going to have to look up Cat Herder. Damn it.
cat herding sheep. Let's see here. There's a cat herding commercial. What the fuck? Is this bodacious? Okay, this this I think is more bodacious. Let's see here. Is it actually hurting the sheep though. It's the real question. And he's just sitting on top of a fence. This does not seem like it. This is one lazy ass sheep herder. What the hell, man? Although I could see Fox totally doing this, just sitting up on top of a post. If that's all you got to do to herd sheep in Ireland, he might be all right. I don't want a sheep farm, though. Just thinking of catio, you know? Even if I had money. Although, I mean, you know, I might get some kind of tax break or something for having sheep. Uh, I have some friends that have uh, sheep. And uh, <laughs> they said they got a a tax break. Some some sort of form of tax break for the sheep. I don't remember what how they said that worked, but I mean, if I if they pay for themselves and <laughs> essentially, I just it just seems like a lot of work taking care of sheep, <laughs> and I'm prone to work in general. As the <laughs> Agent Mulder is attacking the screen, now. oh you you paused it, buddy. You paused it. He's on top of the keyboard attacking the monitor. Now, now Bodacious is right in his face. Oh, buddy. You you ended the video. You ended the video. Oh, I'm saddened, dude. You ended the video. There's no more Bodacious. Anyway. Oh, he turned my... <laughs> he turned my laptop onto airplane mode. Ha, <laughs> ha. And he turned the volume. Man, he did all kinds of shit on my laptop by laying on it. Jesus, buddy. Anyway, I guess we're about done here. I guess uh, <laughs> I don't see. Sh- I don't even if we win the lottery. I doubt Agent Mulder is going to be a sheep herder. But uh, I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, as always, that. Is a kid in a wheelchair not a trash can?